Hello, hello, welcome again. This is Krista at Soul Math Numerology Podcast. I am so happy to be with you again today. I want to let you know, I am having a lot of fun with this. I'm not a polished, fantastic speaker, but talking to my microphone alone in my house, this I can do. And um, yeah, I have a tendency when I'm in front of a crowd to laugh nervously at inopportune times. So if I'm in front of a crowd and I'm speaking publicly, occasionally I'll be talking about something very serious and just like giggle out of nowhere. It's a bad problem. But I don't seem to have that problem when I'm talking to my microphone talking to my computer and eventually it reaches you. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Here we go. So what am I talking about today? Today I want to share with you how I discovered numerology, how I started practicing, how I started learning about this because this is like my origin story, I guess, of being a numerologist. And it'll give you a little bit of insight into me and who I am. And that way, if you decide you want to get a reading from me, you'll know a little bit more about who you're getting a reading from, which is always nice, I think. So my full name is Krista Lynn Terry, and my birthday is November 23rd, 1979. Uh, which means I'm 40 right now and I'll be 41 in like a month and a half. 20 days after the election, actually. November 23rd will be my 41st birthday. Which is, oh gosh, time flies way too fast. You know that feeling? It just, it just goes way too fast. I swear I was 20 yesterday. All right. Well, I discovered numerology a few months after I left my first husband. Yeah. So I was, I got married when I was 21 and my first husband, uh, he was a few months younger than I was and things were okay for the first little while, but um, it, it got bad fairly quickly. He had major anger issues, and um, for some reason I did not leave. And uh, thankfully I grew up a bit and grew a backbone, and eventually I did leave, so that's good. But it took me nine freaking years <laughs> of going through that before I finally left. So anyone out there who um, has been in an abusive relationship and didn't leave for a long time, or maybe you're still in that and you haven't left, I understand. It's very, very hard. It's so difficult. Sometimes dealing with the difficult situation that you are aware of, that you know of, that you understand how to navigate and how to handle 
is much easier than dealing with the difficult situation that is completely unknown to you that would come if you leave and have to change your entire life. I get it. So a few months after I left my ex, I was just exploring. I was exploring a spirituality. I was exploring different belief systems. I grew up Christian. I still consider myself a Christian, although I'm not entirely certain that my family or very strict Christians would agree that I'm a Christian, but whatever. They're not the judge, and that's fine with me. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you believe is your choice. And that's how I feel about that. And it sounds like my husband is just getting home, so I'm going to pause this and I will continue recording later. All right, I'm back. So I was just searching. I was reading a ton of books from the library on all sorts of different spiritual topics. I read about Hinduism. I read from Buddhist teachers. I read Dalai Lama. I read a, I read probably about 60 books in two months. It's a record. I was speed reading. I was so hungry for a deeper depth of understanding, not just of my own faith background, but all faith backgrounds. And I wanted to understand how that all worked, how these different faiths could all exist and every each person in each one could be so convinced that theirs was right or the right way. And um, I was just so driven to understand. And during that time, there was an event that happened and a friend of mine invited me to go along. It was in the city that I was living in at the time. And it was a, it was called a Hidden Gems event. And it took place at this really cool little shop downtown that had a basement. And in their basement, they had all sorts of room for guests. And they had like a really cool little hangout area that was dug into the floor so you'd actually be sitting on the floor but it was kind of like couches built right into the floor so you'd go down a couple steps into it and hang out in there it was it was really cool I kind of want one of those in my house and um, they had a whole bunch of speakers in over the weekend so they'd have like 12 speakers in a day each one up for about half an hour to 45 minutes to share a little bit about different topics there was a lady who makes makes cheese out of sheep milk sheep milk there was um an acupuncturist there was a lady who teaches uh bollywood dancing and she did a put us through a little bollywood exercise workout that was so much fun and there was the person who ended up being my numerology teacher who came and taught for a few minutes. So what he taught that day was how to calculate when your first, um, oh, this was actually about a year after I left, as I'm getting my story correct in my head here. So what he taught us that day was how to calculate when your first life phase change was. We all go through four different 
main life phases, also called pinnacles. And the transition between one phase to another is a time of great change in someone's life. And it may have to do with changes in how you think, changes in how you feel. You may end up moving homes. You may end up changing your career. You may end up um, changing your relationships. And it can hit any one and slash or all of the above. And it hit almost all of the above for me. The only thing that did not change was my job. I still had the same job because I needed something in my life to stay the same. And um, so that's what happened. So he, t- he taught us how to calculate that. And I was sitting there in my chair with my notebook taking notes. And I calculated when my life phase changeover happened. And it coincided perfectly when I left with when I left my first husband. And that made me go, um, there's something to this there's there's something here that I need to know and I need to understand and I need to be able to do. So I got the gentleman's card who was presenting this information. I got his card. I got his all of the info that he gave out. And a couple days later, I emailed him. First off, I asked him to do my personal numerology chart for me. And he was charging $80 at the time to do that, my f- the full complete chart. Now this, I think I charge about 60 for the same thing. I think that's what it's at on my um, Etsy, but I'm not quite sure. Anyway, so he did my complete chart for me and a huge explanation. It was a PDF he sent me that was about... It was probably at least 10 pages long. It was very in-depth. And as I was reading through it, it was um, continually blowing my socks off. I was like, this is, this is exactly correct. Okay, I need to learn. <laughs> I, need to, I really do need to learn this. I need to know what this guy knows. So I begged him to teach me. And... Um, I paid him some money to teach me. Just one second. Yes, my ringtone is the theme song to Fraggle Rock, Don't Judge. That was actually just a text message, though. I didn't realize the ringer was on on my phone. (laughs) I don't know if you guys could hear that or if the, the microphone picked it up, but there it was. Anyway, um... So I paid him to teach me numerology and he wasn't living anywhere nearby at the time. So we did it over email and we went back and forth over email going over um, each number, what each number represents, the symbolism behind it and um, the type of energy and the type of person that it have, what characteristics it tends to manifest in a person, um, both the positive and the negative. We went through all of how to do all of the chart calculations and he had me do, um, and then once I learned all of that, he had me do several chart calculations and readings and send them to him for review so that he could see if I was getting it properly or not. And 
it just clicked for me. It just, it came together in my mind so perfectly. When I was a little girl, um, oh, elementary school, late elementary school, probably grade four or five, six, somewhere in there. I used to write notes and letters to my friends in code. So I would write um, all of the notes that I would pass to friends in school would be in code. They'd all have the numbers transposed for the letters and I'd write all my words in numbers. And that seemed to be a, a really good natural indication that I might be a good numerologist because when I went to start learning numerology, I was like, oh, I already know which numbers go with which letters. I've got it all memorized. I've known this since I was a little kid. So it was very natural for me to go into doing numerology. Unlike astrology, I'm, I kind of get how astrology works, but I cannot read an astrology chart. It just, it does not work. It looks and feels like gibberish to me as like it, it's in a different language that I do not naturally speak but numbers I can do numbers I understand so that is how I got into numerology that was in 2011 I believe yeah 2011 I started doing a whole bunch of numerology charts and I did charts for people that I have never told that I did their charts and um, probably never will. And I have done charts for people who I've never done readings for. I've done charts on famous people and infamous people and um, friends and family members. So it was a few months before I started doing readings for other people that were not friends or family or random famous people I decided to look up. And then once I started doing that, it started to get really good. So I started um, I started with offering free readings on Facebook, in Facebook groups I was in, and on um, one messaging board that I was on on the internet, which was like a spirituality messaging board. I offered free readings in there too. So I did probably, I got up to about two or 300 readings under my belt before I decided then, you know, maybe I should charge money for this. <laughs> and um, that was actually quite a while ago. I didn't actually start charging money for numerology readings until just like last month after about, it's, so it's, yeah, nine years, nine years of numerology practice before I started charging for readings. So that's how that all came about. That's how Krista became a numerologist. And yeah, I don't have much else to say today. So, if you would like me to do a numerology reading for you, you can find me on Etsy, etsy.com slash shop slash healing light by Krista. And you will find, um, I've got five different offerings or types of readings on there. One of them, the personal numerology chart, has three different options. You can go for a basic, intermediate, or the complete whole shebang, which ends up being 
bare minimum like a seven page PDF of information. In some cases, it's up to 12 or 13 pages. It just depends on how complicated your personal chart is. Some are more complicated than others. And that is about it. Um, yeah, I would love to hear from you. Leave me a message. Um, find me on Etsy. You can find me on Twitter if you want. Um, which I'm not actually going to give my Twitter handle in this podcast just yet. Actually, I want to set up a separate Twitter account just for my numerology stuff. At the moment, it's, um, it's a political hodgepodge on there, and I sound off on a whole bunch of stuff. But you guys don't need to hear my political rants. And that is all. Um, yeah, have a great day. Love you all. And we will talk again soon. Bye-bye for now.